Welcome to episode 88 of the Dom Joseph Podcast. Hike is just, uh, you know, you're just walking closer to the clouds. I feel like, you know, you you go you go up there, you walk, you know, you keep going up. Hiking is just basically walking on an incline setting in like a nature way. So what I mean by that is like you know you you go on this hike and you want to see the stars and you want to see things, but you're going on an incline the whole time. You know, a lot of people will dumb, you know, hikes you could go. There's some flat ones you can go on too, but those aren't the ones people want to go on. You know, people want to go on the ones that are 9.0 incline. The setting you never want to be on the treadmill. That's basically what hikes are. So, I, you know, I was driving with my girlfriend and her brother Tosh and we were driving to a hike. And it was actually a, uh, it's called Lake Colchuck. It's over here in Washington State. And we went. And, you know, we were walking and we were looking online and uh, trying to figure out what hikes to do. Uh, Tosh has been to Washington once and we just wanted to show him around. So we went on this cool hike. So, you know, we're driving and we're like, oh, cool. There's a lake up top. You know, we get to go see it. And it's uh, about, you know, a mile out. We'll hike in. You know, we start walking and I was like, you know, I'm just going to keep my uh, my Nike Cortezes on. Um they're wearing New Balances. Uh, we're on shorts, kind of just dressed for you know, just a regular little hike, you know. And we keep walking and walking, and you know, it's like forty-five minutes goes by, and then we finally see a sign that says, you know, Lake Colchuck this way. I was like, oh, okay, so it must be close. And we keep walking, and we walk, and we walk, and we walk, and walk, and two hours goes by. I'm like, we gotta be getting close, you know. And the hike starts getting progressively harder. Like the path is still beaten and it was beaten the whole way, but it's like up there are switchbacks and there's a lot of, um, you know, you're just hiking over things and then it starts getting snowy cause you're getting, you're getting towards the top, you know? And then we start asking people, we're like, Hey, how close are we? Uh, you're about, you know, you're, you're pretty close or, what else would they say? I almost believe every hiker who's on the way down and you ask them how much longer is to go, you're going to get a different answer every time. And that makes sense because everyone has goes at a different pace, but every one of the hikers that are coming down when you're going up are full of shit. I'm not listening to any more of them because they get my hopes up or they let me down. You know, I'll be like, how much, how much longer do I got left on this hike? You know, or are we almost there? Oh, you're about 10 minutes away one hour away you know or some lady will be like oh you're five minutes away one hour away so we keep walking and you know it's about uh three and a half hours in we're starting to be like um we gotta be getting close and then we finally ask these people they're like ah you're about an hour away uh that was actually about like two and a half hour mark and me and tosh look at each other like oh my god you know and quinna you know she's loving it 
and we we're, we keep uh, we keep walking, you know, and we uh, finally get to the top. And wow, was it an amazing was it an amazing view? We kind of you know did the thing where you get up to the top of the hike, you take a breath in, you relax five minutes, and then go. Well, it's time to go because at that point it was five o'clock, and it take us it took us three hours to get up. I'm pretty sure it was going to take us three hours to get down. So we. We get going and then we kind of get lost on the way up or on the way down. We take a different trail and it brings us to like a helicopter landing pad. For where people like if you break your leg up there and they're supposed to come get you, they can come airlift you. Um, which would totally suck if you didn't even make it to the top and you broke your leg. Like you snap your leg like halfway up. There's no helicopter pad to come get you. So you better break your leg at the bottom or at the top of the mountain. So we eventually kind of retrace our steps and then we go the right way and then we're going down. And then we keep walking and it's snowy. I'm in my I'm in my Nike's and I'm slipping. I'm cold, my feet are wet. And you know, like they said in Forrest Gump, you should always keep your feet dry. You know, always have good, you know, dry feet or whatever Lieutenant Dan said. He said something like uh just always have dry socks or something like that. So I just kept thinking about that the whole time. So, you know, I'm just, you know, we're walking down and I'm all kind of in a bad mood because I'm cold, but, you know, I'm having a good time and uh, we eventually get down and we're kind of going at a good pace and um, we get some burgers after and then we came to where my mom is living and from then on, it's been going pretty good. But, you know, I've also, um, I was given this blanket from my Auntie Marie. I would like to just give a shout to her you know, for coming to my graduation party and Jared and, you know, for bringing his kettle popcorn and everyone who showed up, you know, the Josephs, the Freibergs, um, you know, everybody, the Wilbers who showed up too, um, just everybody who was there, you know, the, when I say Josephs too, you know who I'm talking about, everyone who follows under that, that branch, you know, um, I know we got a lot of, uh, Gobins, Freibergs, you know, we got a lot of all that going on and different last names and stuff, you know, but that doesn't mean I'm not saying them. When I say Joseph's, that means everyone who's in that in that tree. And thank you guys. And my auntie Karen made an amazing cake and I got amazing gifts. And um, I just want to say thank you. You know, I wouldn't be graduating without the people here today who, you know, um, fought for my sovereignty, fought for, you know, everyone's sovereignty. And um, shout out to my tribe and my mom and brother and everyone and we're here today with episode 88, you know, that's those, that's two eights, you know, that's two eights and you know, two eights together make 16. So you take the number 88, you can make 16. You could, uh, eight times eight, 64. You could, uh, cube it, which would probably be a lot more than 64. You could, uh, square it. The square root of eight is two. I think I used to always do that as a kid. You know, like someone would be like, oh, you're smart. So, some guy would think they're smart. I'd be like, all right, what's two plus two times nine cubed times uh, five cubed divided by four and when the square root of two. I used to always think the square root was like the hardest thing in the world in like fifth grade. So I, I throw square roots at people all the time. I'd be like, okay, what's five plus two plus the square root of two? I'd be like, what? I don't know what square root is. Me either, but you said you're smart. Yeah, you said you're smart, but you don't know the square root of two, bro. 
I don't even know if I know it now. I think it's like one. Take a drink of this this water right here. It's actually not water. It is a sports drink that is light blue. There's a lot of those out there. You never know what it could be. It could be a, a lot of sports drinks. But yeah, 88, you know, that, that's that's a big accomplishment. You know, 88, who wears 88? Uh, Des Bryant, he plays for the Cowboys. He plays, he wears 88. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a kid out there who had a roller bag, you know, like as a backpack who wore number 88 on the back of it. I feel like I would see roller bags and they would just have 88 behind it, like on there. Did you guys ever see those though as kids? Like the roller bag kids, they're real, man. I want to give a shout out to the roller bag kids. Everyone's always hating on the roller bag kids. Oh man, they got the the suitcase with their notebook and everything. You know what, man? I actually almost respect the roller bag kids now that I think about it. The roller bag kids, you know, they throw the ones rolling in the school without a backpack with the wheels. And if you guys, uh, you know, are in homeschool, you guys didn't see roller bag kids or you're in the times where all you really need is like, uh, iPad now, um, then I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is if you were in public school or even private school or even homeschool too, you know, these kids and these kids are rolling their bags around. So why do we make fun of them? That's where I'm getting at. Are we making fun of them because they're different? Because if that's the case, that's not cool. If we're making fun of the roller bag kids because they're running and they're obnoxious and they're rude, that makes sense. But every roller bag kid I know or knew as a kid was a pretty chill kid. Like they kept to themselves, probably an only child. They had a, you know, they always had a cold lunch, which cold lunch meant like you got it packed and from your mom. And um, they were always pretty quiet. So why are we picking on them? It's like, yeah, they obviously know they're the ones with the roller bag. So I don't know. I, I guess I'm just trying to say, like, I'm I'm sticking up for the roller bag kids, man. I'm on team roller bag kid. I was never a roller bag kid ever, though. But I could still stick up for him. Like how uh, Mark Ruffalo, I don't think, I don't know if he's native, but he shows up to every native function and he supports, you know? And I respect that too. So just because I wasn't a roller bag kid doesn't mean I don't stand with them. I think roller bag kids, uh, they, they, uh, they matter too. Because I, I was like the kid who'd rock the one strap, you know, not the total one strap backpack, but like, I would like not wear it and then hold it like this. I thought that was so cool. It was like I was in high, like a, like a movie or something, like High School Musical or something, or like a high school like uh, sports movie. And movies, man, I feel like movies really made it so like you had to like want to get a Letterman jacket. In movies, that's like what every dude was wearing. Maybe in like past uh, past high school, you know, when we were when our parents were. In high school, they like to wear it. Maybe that was more of the thing, but I feel like my high school career, not a lot of people were like flexing their Letterman's jackets. People were would wear their Letterman's jackets in like their senior photos, and that was it. 
Like I maybe see a couple of them wear it, which was cool, you know, but uh, they just didn't. I totally should have got one when I was uh, in high school. I was I was a senior and I, you know, I played sports senior year and I lettered, so I could have got one. But I was like eight eight hundred dollars for a Letterman jacket, man. Fuck that. You know, I was just thinking like, you don't even get to wear it that long. But you know, that's the kind of thing you give to your grandkids. You know, here's my Letterman's jacket, and they wear it, and then and then they wear it out, and they get a compliment. But you know, the eight hundred dollars wasn't worth me passing it down and them getting a compliment on a way to like a seventies dance, you know. And it didn't even the, the the coat doesn't even fit them at that point, you know. It's like, uh yeah, here's my grand. You know, it'd be like a, probably a little too small to be honest with you, you know. Like, oh yeah, he gave it to me. My mom made me wear it. You know, he's not even wearing it. And you know, that's me thinking of the negative. I could think of the positive. Like, yeah, they get like you know, maybe they get someone's number from it or, uh, you know, maybe, you know, there's, there's some positives to it. Like frozen yogurt, like frozen yogurt's like healthy for you. Healthier for you. I should say like how much you, you know, let's look that up. Actually, I'm going to say how much, how much healthier is frozen yogurt than ice cream. According to Jertz, I don't even know what Jertz is. A half cup serving of frozen yogurt has about 110 calories, three grams of fat, and 17 grams of carbohydrates, depending on the brand of flavor, of course. An ounce for an ounce. Frozen yogurt has 25 fewer calories than ice cream and only a third of fat and saturated fat. So frozen yogurt tends to be lower in fat and calories than ice cream but it could have more added sugar. Both frozen treats are decent sources of calcium, but contain no fiber. Oh, so you guys are wondering why you guys are so clogged up after frozen yogurt. It's because there's no fiber in it, man. You know what you got? You know what foods are rich in fiber? Um, I know raisins are, um, I know beans are, I know, uh, apples are, let's see foods, rich, uh, top 10 foods in fiber. We got uh, beans, broccoli, berries, avocados, popcorn, whole grains, apples, dried fruits, potatoes, and nuts. Yeah. Those are the ones that are rich in fiber, man. Fiber is the stuff that makes you go poop. Gotta have good fiber, man. There's this actually the story of this kid in elementary school or middle school. And it was he was on a bus. And his mom gave him a pack of fiber one bars. And fiber one bars are bomb because, you know, it's like granola and like chocolate and like uh, like probably white chocolate, like stripes. And this kid, his name was Mark. And, you know, Mark was just shoving down these like fiber one bars for days, man. All day. Because his mom gave him the pack or maybe he stole the pack. In middle school, you know, you get one pack, your mom gives you a thing and then you steal it. And you bring it to school and you hook up your friends. So maybe he did that, but he ended up just eating them because, you know, maybe Mark didn't have that many friends or something. I don't know. And, you know, he started eating these fiber one bars and the guy shit himself on the bus. Yeah, dude. This guy shit himself on the bus because he had eight fiber one bars in one day. You know, fiber one bars are good, but when you're in middle school, you don't know what fiber is. You know, fiber one just sounds like a business name. It sounds like a production name that comes on before the movie. Like you're like, oh, no, it doesn't matter to me. This guy had eight fiber one bars. 
look at a fiber one bar and just be like, oh man, I got to eat eight of those. This guy ate eight of them and he had to shit himself on the bus. And I think he did. Oh my God. I couldn't imagine shitting myself on a bus, man. Dude, everyone makes fun of you, man. You may do one wrong thing on the bus. People make fun of you. You know what? I was sticking up for roller bag kids earlier, but I think it's time to actually make fun of the people who have one binder for every subject. You guys ever know anyone like that who walks in class with a big ass binder about this thick? Oh, I don't need a backpack. You know what you do need? Fucking eight different notebooks, dude, because you never have your homework. You know what else you need? Um, fucking a backpack, dude. That's what you need. Oh, man. The guys with the one binders were the worst, dude. I remember I saw one guy with a one binder one time. The guys who walk around with the one binders for every subject in, in school are never the guys that give you paper, even though they have a whole ass ream in that damn binder. Did you ever notice that? The guys are always too busy flexing about, oh, I don't have a backpack. I just carry this around. <laughs> it's much better. I got my pens. I got my pencils. I got paper. I got my notebooks. I got my dividers. I got everything in here. But they still won't give you a piece of paper. Like, dude, I'm helping you. I'm taking weight out of that fucking binder from your fucking arm, dude. I'm helping you. You know, you carry that thing around all day, and then a girl or a guy wants to go bowling with you, your arms are already going to be sore. So if you got this notebook for all your classes and you're holding it and you won't let me give you like get a get some paper from you, you're not going to win in bowling that night, dude. You know, less paper in there, you know, let lighter it is. You know, maybe we can maybe you go bowling and you win. Maybe you get a spare strike, but you know, you not letting me have a piece of paper, you're going gutter, bro. You're curving right in. You know, and they're going to be like, what, "What's wrong?" you know, and be like, "I don't know." And I want you to know that it's because you didn't give me a piece of paper, man. Oh, man. That was such a slap in the face as a kid. You know, just being in class and the guy next to you wouldn't give you a piece of paper. Like, get your own. Like, man, fuck you, dude. Oh, wow. You know, like, come on. I didn't even need to swear like that. Come on, Dom. Episode 88, you're out here swearing. Damn, I need a drink of water after that. I need to put my mouth on some soap. Ah, man. I love that. I love this drink. Uh, You know, like, I could tell you guys what the drink is. And I could easily just, you know, you guys could probably tell by me holding it for the people who are watching the video. But you know what? They're not paying me to say it, so why should I say it? You know, be that guy. I'm going to be that guy. I'm totally doing it. Um, let's see. Um, I was making a sandwich, you know, I, I like to make bologna sandwiches, which is white bread and I put mustard on it. That's usually that come like, like a easy go-to. And I was, you know, making the sandwich and I put some mustard on and I finally like just noticed that, you know, I put mayonnaise on it too sometimes. And when you put mayonnaise on it, I feel like it just makes the sandwich slimy. So what, like people will make a sandwich. They'll be like, all right, I'm going to put lettuce. I'm going to put tomato. I'm going to put bacon or I put, you know, a different type of bread on. And then they put mayonnaise on it. A lot of people, oh, mayonnaise makes the sandwich. Okay. You know, I'm not hating on people who like mayonnaise, but I personally think when you put mayonnaise on a sandwich, it like heats the sandwich up and it makes it slimy. 
like when I have a cold bologna sandwich with mustard, it just tastes cold. But when I put that mayonnaise on there, I feel like I got this like feeling. You know what I'm saying? That's what I got with mayonnaise, dude. You know, I eat like a mustard sandwich with bologna, obviously, and bread. It's just like an easy like, you know, like I don't even have to go. You know that sound I'm making? I'm probably disgusting all of you. But, you know, like that's the sound people make when they have mayonnaise sandwiches, bro. They get stuck in their teeth like that. And I think maybe that's why I don't like it. I'm not a fan of like foods that like make your breast stink. That's kind of the reason why I don't drink coffee because I've heard that kind of makes your breast stink. Or when I was a kid, you know, teachers would always be like, you know, have the coffee breath and I'd be like, come on, bro. Like you you bring in like this 40 gallon thermos of coffee every day, but you can't pack a breath mint. That's what I'm a little confused with. You know, teachers walk in with this big old bag of stuff, you know, and they expect me to bring them an apple, but they can't even bring themselves a ta- like a pack of Tic Tacs, you know, or a pack of spearmint, you know, team peppermint, by the way, you know, but what is the number one condiment you're supposed to have on a sandwich? A lot of people don't know that question. A lot of people would probably say mayonnaise. I think the tier list, my favorite condiments, I think I've already done this before and I put salsa at the one. That was the episode name. But mustard's at the top, dude. Mustard is for sure the what you put on a hot dog at least. If we're talking condiments that go on hot dogs, mustard number one. Number one. Even all my ketchup fans, I think will still vote mustard and ketchup i actually should put a poll out of um you go mustard or mustard and ketchup or just ketchup i feel like um younger kids like to go with the just just ketchup and then actually you know what i don't know i don't want to make assumptions because last times i made assumptions about juices people lost their mind you know i said cranberry juice was kind of for adults and people just totally just didn't like that one People like to get upset easily, you know, me included. Um, what do you drink with a sandwich? What's a perfect drink for a sandwich? Um, I think the perfect drink for a sandwich would be... I love me some, like, Powerade with a sandwich. Uh, high C fruit punch. Pops, you know, are are okay with a sandwich, I feel like, sometimes. But, like, almost water or sports drink or tea, I think, hits better. And, um, you know, you know, if you guys want to, uh, ask your own questions, these questions come for people that send them into the hotline. The, the hotline is 425-320-3641. Guys, ever want to ask me a question and have it answered on air, um, please send it away there. Um, you know, that's, it's just a way for people to like ask a question or leave a voicemail of them asking a question and then we can keep going. So I got this other question right here. What did the first person you think okay, hold on. What did the what do you think the first person who saw the mountains thought? Oh man. The first person who saw a mountain? Man, I don't even know what I would think, and I I see mountains every day. Um I'm still like, what the hell, man? This is crazy. Man, I think the first person who saw a mountain was probably like, what is that? You know, they're probably like, is is there people up there? You know, is that someone's house? 
because I feel like when I see a mountain, my Minecraft state of mind goes, that would be a good mountain to build something in. Because in Minecraft, I like to build into things. So that's what I think of when I see a mountain. I'm like, you know, if I were there, you know, I'd you know go in, put a door there, I'd be hidden. No one would ever find me in Minecraft. But mountains, when I when I think of them, dude, I think of them as volcanoes. Sometimes, you know, some of them are some of them are volcanoes. Um. And I wouldn't want them to explode. We're doing pretty good, man. Like the past 2000 years, like for like net huge natural disasters, we're doing pretty okay. You know, yeah, we've had some really bad hurricanes and some really bad sandstorms and hur- like um, tornadoes and um, volcanoes erupting and stuff. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying like we haven't had like a solar flare or like, uh, you know, like crazy stuff happen yet. And uh, I just want to say I'm thankful for that. Shout out to the Mother Nature for helping us out there, you know. Um, what else do we have? Um, when you say you need another minute, oh, the waitress be running away, dude. Yes. Oh, my God. I forgot about this. So when you're at a restaurant, you know, you're looking at the menu and you're kind of undecisive. It's your first time staying, you know, being there. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, um, I'm going to get the, oh, I don't know what I want. Oh, I don't know what I want waiter comes up do you guys know what you want oh not yet boom they're gone dude they won't be back for another 15 minutes if you tell them you're not ready why is that maybe they want to really be sure but i know that from from experience when i go out to eat if you're not ready by the second time and you say we need another minute a second time or even a first time they're going to be gone dude and a lot of people will be like oh well you said another minute yeah, I said another minute, not another 20. And I'm not saying that in a place of rudeness or nothing, but I'm saying that from a place of, damn, where are they going? Hey, out here really that busy, dude. But waiter, waiters and waitresses are so busy, man. You should see the menus they have to study. You fucking kidding me? I mean, look at, look at a menu. How many things are on an average menu? Let's go look this up. How many items How many items are on a average menu? Um but at the end of the year menus had a 2 year low dropping 5% about 130 items on an average menu. Okay, so now I want you to put yourself in that situation. Okay, there's 130 things on the menu. Okay. There's 130 things and then add what is gluten-free, what's vegan-free, what's in the certain things, uh, um, you know, what products you have, you know, oh, you have Coca-Cola, you know, so that's 12 drinks probably right there. That's your Coca-Cola, your Sprite, your Diet Coke, your probably your Dr. Pepper, no, Dr. Pepper's Pepsi. Um, I don't know, but I'm just saying, think of it like that. They got a lot of stuff they got to think about, man. Especially if you're at a restaurant with a lot of stuff. That's insane. That's insanity, dude. That's dope. You know, these waiters out here running shit. Um, but they'd be running away. You know? You know what I would actually run away from? 
I, I got a confession, actually, you know. In musical chairs, I would purposely get out. I never wanted to win, ever wanted to win musical chairs. What I would do in musical chairs is I would, like, play for a couple rounds, and then I would get out purposely so I wouldn't have to face the embarrassment of going and lasting until the last person. And a lot of people are like, oh, that's loser mentality. Oh, that's beta. Oh, that's blah. You know, no. Dude, are you kidding me? When has anybody ever bragged, put on a resume, or even talked about winning musical chairs and anything? Oh, yeah? Remember in eighth grade when I won the musical chairs at the sixth grade tournament? Remember that? No, I don't remember that. So what I'm saying is, my confession is, is I never try hard enough. and I never try in musical chairs and I never will. You know, if someone's, if it's at my wedding, if it's at a dinner, if it's for my life, if it's for anything, and musical chairs is there, actually for my life, I would try. But if it's for anything else, I'm not trying. It's embarrassing. <laughs> One time I was playing musical chairs and I wasn't living by the rule yet. And I kept playing and I kept playing and we ran out of chairs and then uh, I sat on someone's lap and it was just embarrassing. And that person, you know, I don't want to say their name on here, but it was, uh, I'm never going to do that again. I'm never going to ever try in musical chairs again. And yes, it is because of that moment. But I'm just saying nobody wants to play musical chairs. Like who's like dying to play musical chairs? It's probably the worst icebreaker there is. Because this is how musical chairs goes. There's eight chairs. Everyone goes, oh, man, man, you go. And then everyone laughs. That guy's out. Oh, you suck. You know, they go again. Oh, you're bad too. Oh, you're so slow. There's six people left. And then you keep going and you keep going. Oh, there's five. Oh, and then every, then then after like the fifth, when there's only five chairs left, musical chairs, that's when something switches. People like turn into like absolute animals and they're like the last five chairs and musical chairs. People are pulling chairs, people are running, people are tripping, and people are cheering this on, by the way. It's almost like the Colosseum in Rome when the last four chairs are in musical chairs, or even the last two. People are running, people are pulling chairs, people are hitting people, people are like kicking each other in the ass. You know, there's people cheering. So, anyway, you know, then it gets to that point. And then, like, it's always a guy and a girl every time in musical chairs. There's always, like, two, one dude, one girl every time. And then, like, the girl goes hella hard, and they usually win. But somehow the guy cheats and, like, wins. And then everyone's like, oh, oh, my God. Yeah. People losing their minds. Dude. I wish I could look this up, man. Musical chairs. I just want to see someone play musical chairs just so I can laugh. Okay, um, you guys can't hear this, but I can. Um, but I'm not playing anything because that's not going to give me a video. Woo, yes, I love that. I love not being able to find a video. Yes. Um, that's okay. That's totally okay. Um, I was just going to really talk crap about musical chairs, but we're we're done with that. You know, musical chairs, it's, it's not fun. Uh, it's the least favorite one of my... Um, Icebreakers. If it was my, if if I were to plan an icebreaker, what I would do is I would. Okay, yeah. Here's my icebreaker right here. 
Okay, good morning, everyone. I'm glad you guys are all here. I just want to start with a little icebreaker. Um, the icebreaker we have today is we don't have one because icebreakers blow. Boom. That would be my icebreaker, man. Yeah, you know what? Everybody would like me. Everyone would be like, yeah, Dom's a cool fucking dude because every icebreaker I've ever done sucks, you know, like a, just sucks, you know? Oh, yes, dude. Dom ain't playing, bro. He ain't trying to do these icebreakers, you know? But if I say this kind of stuff in like, you know, in a meeting and stuff, so if like it was realistically, it was for a job or something that you got me to do an icebreaker, I'd just say, all right, uh, turn the person to your left and uh, tell them where you're from and then we'll get started. Talayla, boom, done. People love me and I'm cool. And I'm not just doing it for people to love me. Oh, you know, oh, Dom doesn't like to do stuff, you know, because he doesn't want people to not like him. Oh, that's what he's doing. You know, he's just trying to like uh, satisfy everyone, you know. No, that's not what I'm trying to do either. I'm just trying to say nobody is ever excited for some icebreakers. Name one time where you've said, wow, that icebreaker really just broke the ice, man. You know, if it was my honest opinion of what I think the best icebreaker name is, the best icebreaker name is, is it's probably one of the harder ones, but it's the one where you like throw a ball and you got to say their name and then you got to do it in like the circle where you got to learn everyone's name because I'm horrible with names. So you got to like throw the ball and be like, okay, your name is Dom. Your name is Lucas. Your name is Sam. Your name is Todd, you know? So you got to do that until you get it perfectly. But they even that's a little awkward too, because like, you know, there's that person who like you barely talk to and you don't know their name. So you're like looking at them and you knew everybody else's name. So you're like, Donovan. And they're like, it's Dylan. And you're like, oh, it's close enough, dude. It starts with a D ends with an N, you know? You know, it's oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or they, they they're too nice and they just go oh, close, but it's uh, Tiffany and you you said like Stadinsky or something. It's not nothing even close, and you're like next time, and then you you still forget it, and then everyone's like, oh, he's so bad with names. <laughs> I hate icebreakers, man. I always will. I always will hate icebreakers, man. You know, a lot of, a lot of, and then a lot of icebreakers, though, a lot of people be trying to just tell a story, dude. You ever just see someone and they're just like, you know, like really talking? They're like, yeah, you know, and I was just, you know, I, I was fighting for our people, you know, and then I, I went and uh, picked up some community stuff, you know, and I, I learned some things. And you're like, Bro, you're just trying to tell story. You're not even like talking. You're just you're telling story. Like you were at bingo all day yesterday. You weren't out in the community. You know, some people will be f- fixing words like that. Yeah, I was out in community hanging out with my people, you know, playing a lot of games and really socializing and making sure we're doing great. That's just them playing bingo, bro. Yeah, them hitting the slots, you know. Yeah, we you know, we put some money down and we're supporting our supporting our tribe with some financial uh financial gain. And we were having some laughs and we you know, we broke some uh we broke some bread together. Man, you were at the casino last night, bro. You know, that's the kind of stuff people are lying to you right to your face. People will say they're tired and they will go to the casino 10 minutes later, bro. 
Yeah. Yeah, dude, people are lying to you, bro. But I'm here telling you the truth. People are lying to you. Straight to your face. Yeah, bro, I'm tired. They'll go home. And they, ain't even, they, they don't even go to bed, bro. Just tell me you're going. You don't got to lie. You know, people are always trying, just trying to tell a story. No drama or leave, people say. No drama or leave. Remember those on invitations? When you're like 16 years old, you, you know, you finally get your invite to a boy-girl party. And you're just uh, hanging out. And on the bottom, it says no drama or leave. Oh, oh no, bro. No drama, bro. No drama. No drama or leave, bro. Oh, man. Dude, that happens everywhere, though. That's not just, you know, like I saw this on somebody sent this in to me and they said, hey, Dom, what do you think of no drama or leave on party invitations? And this, this says anonymous, it's anonymous number. And um, my thoughts on uh, no drama or leave. Oh, man, dude, if you put no drama or leave on your party invitations, there's going to be drama. That's just you're inviting it in i feel like at that point you know hey man we're going to the skate in uh remember no drama yeah uh you know what i'm bringing some drama bro that's what it feels like people i think that's how people read it you know like oh no drama uh, i gotta bring some drama you know or you're uh roller skating you know oh, man roller skating's where the craziest thing or field trips man field trips would be crazy i'm kind of done talking about school though i talk about school almost every episode i think that's because school's just in my mind dude school's just in my mind like elementary or something okay here we go um already said that oh yeah yeah when you know you when you go anywhere you, you know you you like to go watch tv maybe you like to do something and someone says oh here pick a channel you had the remote and then you know they don't ask for the remote back so you just hold the remote and you just start taking the the back of the remote off over and over again if you guys notice that or is that just me like i'll pick up like a remote control like a tv remote control and i'll start just start like moving it around i don't know why i do it it's kind of a weird like instinct it's almost like how like the 2008 Olympics were so damn memorable. <clears throat> if you guys notice, like a lot of people are like still hung up on 2008. Like, oh, remember Michael Phelps? Remember uh, the USA Olympic team? Like, I feel like everybody from the USA Olympic to 2008 Olympic team is way more memorable than any other Olympics we've ever had. Maybe it's because we had a really stacked squad. I mean, I get that. That makes sense. I know we had... Uh, um, Simone Biles, um, Michaela Mur, Michaela Mur, Maroney was on there, and um, that's about all I can really remember to be honest with you. Um, yeah, that's you know that's 2008 where it was a memorable time. I remember when I was in uh, elementary school. Or I think it was 2012. I could be totally wrong with all those. Um, we had this drawing. Oh, no, man. I wish I still had the damn drawing. So we had this drawing to who could make the best book cover. And the best book cover would be the school book cover for the whole school. And they got to choose the 
Beijing mascot stuffed animals. So they got to choose Beijing. I'm going to look this up. Beijing Olympics stuffed animals. Yeah, people got to choose these things. And what do they look like here? What do they look like? Oh, there they are. Fucking there they are. Um, Beijing Summer Olympics mascot plush set of five dolls official Fuwa. You get to choose one. You know, you got your blue, your red, your green, your black, and your yellow. Um, and oh man, people, I lost, dude. I so what I drew is I drew a whole bunch of these random eyes, dude. I really thought I was going to win, too. That's what's sad. Oh, my God. I wish I had the drawing. So, like, you know, you got, like, this long line, like landscape thing. And I drew all these random shapes, and I put eyes in them. And I put the shapes with eyes. They looked like a whole bunch of ugly dolls together. And I just put eyes in them. And I was like, this is the thousand eyes. Or 10,000 eyes. I still remember that. Oh, my God. And I didn't, I ended up losing and I still was on the wait list for Die of the Wimpy Kid at the time. So I was not doing good. You know, that, that was really my only concern as an elementary school, like as an elementary school kid, I was really only worried about getting off the wait list for Die of the Wimpy Kid at the library, getting something cool at the book fair and, um, going home and playing Halo 3. That's really my only three things I ever worried about, you know, that's. You know, maybe training some Guitar Hero a little bit. Um, I wasn't really too physically, like, crazy. Like, I wasn't really trying to, like, go run hella. Like, I would, but, you know, I was... uh, I did gain some weight, you know, in seventh grade. But, you know, what kid don't gain some weight, you know? But anyways, man, I'm so thankful I was able to be here today on episode 88 with all of you. Um, It's been about two weeks. It's been two weeks since I've been off. Um, I apologize for that. I've been just uh, living it up. Uh, Graduation, you know, I was uh, just taking it, kicking it, taking it and kicking it back, you know. And um, I just want to say thanks again for being here. Um, Thanks again to everybody who showed up to the grad party. And I'm so thankful for everything, and I hope everyone is having a great day. So today is episode 88. Remember to leave a voicemail or a text message to the show, which is 425-320-3641. I'm starting to actually get better at that phone number than my actual phone number. So anyways, thank you guys so much, and have a great one. And we'll get out of here with a little bit of ETG. Peace out. Yeah. Yeah. Understand why they coming with their hands out Little bitch, put your hands down Now they come around, cause I'm the talk of the whole town I remember I was so down Now I'm selling out, whole crowds, hoes all around me Money making honeys, wanna have your babies Gotta keep my head up, no condoms Vibing to this moment, I focus on my problems Can't say I'm back, cause I never left Can't explain the way I feel, I know I'm about to flex Who gon' be my record deal? Y'all was sitting on the bench I was playing in the field, shooting the kill Hollywood Hills Show me where the love goes Shawty got me tripping Now I'm riding solo Shawty got me sipping I don't understand hoes Got me in my feelings I'ma be okay though I don't understand why they coming with their hands out Put your hands down, now they come around Cause I'm the talk of the whole town I remember I was so down Now I'm selling out, whole crowds, hoes all around me Money make them honeys wanna have your babies Gotta keep my head up, no condoms Vibing to this moment, I focus on my problems Focus on my problems
us on this moment. Press the gas, we going. Shooting for the stars, driving fast cars. Mm, 